Hello and welcome to the Acorn Tree podcast. My name's Amanda Hull. I'm an educational psychologist and a business owner of Acorn Tree Psychology. And we are bringing you our podcast. This is the very first one. So in this episode, I'm going to introduce myself, tell you a little bit about who I am and then what you can expect from our podcast. So I am a mum of three boys. We have one at high school, one at a special school and one who's just started primary school. So three different ages, three lots of different needs. Um, I am a mum of a child with a special needs and a disability. He has a condition called Tango 2, which is a metabolic condition which affects every single area of his development. So I am very often that parent sitting on the other side of the table being interviewed, being spoken to, being supported by other professionals. Uh, my son sees professionals ranging from speech therapy, physiotherapy, occupational therapy, neurology, paediatrics, endocrinology, cardiology, um, and lots of many more ologies that you can probably think of. So we're very busy going to the hospital back and forth, lots of appointments. Um, and I will talk to you a little bit about how that impacts our life as a family. That's what really today's episode is all about. Yesterday, in fact, I was asked the question, what's it like parenting a child with special needs and disability? Now, this is a question that I don't actually get asked very often. And I wonder if it's because people aren't quite brave enough to ask the question. So I thought I'd answer it a bit for you today. I guess we come back to the age-old answer of it's a bit different for every single person. Um, I guess I'll be able to give you a little bit of a unique perspective in that I actually experience this myself as a parent and as a family. We live with special needs and disability every day, but also it's my job. So I work with people with additional needs. I help diagnose that. I support families and I support schools in helping get children the things they need within school. Of course, everybody's journey is slightly different and obviously unique. I've seen extremes on both ends for families receiving a diagnosis or looking for recognition or looking for no recognition of what's happening for their young person. Some families dive in at the deep end. They look for every piece of information they try and make every contact that they possibly can with families who are going through the same thing as they are. They'll Google everything, they'll read, they'll print every single article. They will have all the knowledge in the world and that's what they need to do at that time to support them. I've also met families where they won't look at the internet, they won't try and contact other families, they will only listen to medical professionals and they don't want to know all of that extra information, they don't want to contact, they don't want to communicate. So there is... There is extremes and there's everything in between. And I think for us, when we first received our son's diagnosis, we were a little bit like the people that searched for everything. I went on every single forum that I could. I looked up every single medical article that I could. There were only actually about three at the time because his condition is so rare. And I wanted to know, I wanted to know every single piece of information, but there were times when that became really just too much and quite overwhelming and something that then caused a certain amount of emotional turmoil because you knew too much and it was too fast. 
So some families take it a bit slower, some families are a bit faster. And if you are a person that's supporting a family going through this or you yourself are going through this, there's no right or wrong to the way that families respond and react to the news that there is a diagnosis or that there's something going on for their young person and everybody's different. So just be mindful that what's right for you isn't necessarily right for another person or the way that you think you would react isn't necessarily the way that other people would react. Um, and the way you think you react may not be what actually happens in real life if it does happen to you. When I was asked the question, what's it like? On reflection, I think what I would like you to know is what I'm going to say. So what would I like you to know about what it's like to have a child with additional needs as part of your family? And it is a question that people can be really unsure of asking because they don't want to offend you. They don't want to perhaps think that they've noticed that your child is different or stands out or has a difficulty and they're not sure where you stand on on those issues and whether you want to talk about it or don't want to talk about it. So maybe today we'll act as a bit of a quick guide and things that you really need to know about families and children who have additional needs and the things that they go through so that you are armed with a bit more information. If you are working with a family or you know a family or you have a friend or in fact it's part of your family or you're just beginning to go through this stage, here's some things that you need to know. There is an extra parenting load, without doubt. You know, parenting's hard anyway. There's lots of things that go on. There's a constant emotional roller coaster with it. But with additional needs, you have that added layer of the unknown. You're not quite sure what's going to happen with it. You don't can't predict always what's going to go on for your child. There's extra appointments, there's extra forms to fill in. And sometimes that fight to get what you need for your child is that little bit harder. So for an example, if I let you know about applying for a specialist provision for our son, you know, all three of our children started new schools this year. And for two of them, I just simply filled in forms and filled in some paperwork, applied for their places, click, click, done, done within about 10 minutes. For the, for the middle child who has gone to specialist provision, it was meeting after meeting, forms after forms, uncertainty, waiting for months and months to find out whether he got the school that we needed him to get into. It was a battle and you need to be resilient enough to be able to manage that. Um, it's a difficult time and it takes a lot of effort. So just know that the load for those families is just that bit more. There's more appointments for them to, to attend. There are more juggling acts for them to do. They've got to fit in the parenting of the rest of their family. They've got to fit in work. They've got to fit in making sure that they meet the needs of that young person that, and the emotional load that goes with that as well. The guilt that you can sometimes feel over. Have I got it right? Am I doing the right thing? Is this is my little person getting the best that they need to get? There's all those questions all the time. Um, so what do families need? They need understanding. They need people to be tolerant. They need, they need extra time. They need lots of support. They don't need judgment. You know, they don't need somebody to be saying, Oh, what if I, if I, you know what I would have done in that situation? If that was me, I'd have done it like that. Oh, they always seem to do it that way. Oh, they're such a pain. They're always asking. They're always demanding things. Actually, they just need support and time and understanding and tolerance. They do need some humour as well, because, you know, if we can't 
if we can't laugh I think sometimes we just cry so we need to laugh um, we need empathy we need people to be really understanding and say I can I can see what's happening for you and and I'll you know how can I help what do you need to know about these families and young people and their siblings you know they're going to be fierce they're going to be resilient having a child with additional needs teaches you so much it allows you to have this kind of dark sense of humor sometimes the families will question lots they will ask you lots of questions they need to know they need to know that they're doing the right thing that they're getting the support that they need and some days they are battle ready they are fierce they are ready to go and some days they're just not the fight's just not in them because they may have been up all night. They, you know, something extra might have happened. That straw that breaks a camel's back, the flat tire on the way to school, something may have got in their way. That just means that all coping goes out the window that day and it's really hard. So just give them that little level of tolerance and understanding and that just a bit of extra patience that you might be able to find within yourself. I'd say if you meet a feisty and determined family, what you need to know is that they're just trying to do their best for the young person. What I'd like to challenge you to do is just think about the young person or the family that you know that lives with neurodiversity, difference, disability, additional needs, any of those things and ask yourself what's amazing about them just take a moment and have a think to yourself what is amazing about that family that person that dynamic what's incredible what do they do every single day that you think that is just fantastic they possess this quality that quality what is it what is it about them that you think wow that is just brilliant that's phenomenal just have a think write it down write a little list and then tell them tell them why they're amazing tell them what they do that you appreciate about them tell them that you see them tell them that you see the fight that they do tell them that you see you see how amazing they are and you see the qualities and the skills that they have that perhaps they don't always think about and perhaps they don't always appreciate about themselves tell them let them know Tell other people, <laughs> tell everybody, you know, and then and then I'd like you to take a moment and just think about what you've learned from them, what you have learned from those families, from those really special young people that you have in your life or that, that you know. What have you learned? How has that given what has that given you? What gift has that given you in your life? So I ask myself what I've learned from working with young people, families, friends who have neurodiversity, disability, additional needs within their own family and what I've learned from my own family members. I've learned that humour is incredibly important. I have learned patience. I have learned to expect the unexpected and that things may not go the way that you expected them to go but you know you just go with it because that's what you need to do. I've learned 
humility and been humbled so many times. I think the thing I take away from these families is that they are just incredible and amazing and you just need to tell them. You just need to tell them how fantastic and wonderful they are. So what's the answer to the question? What's it like to have a child with additional needs? Well, you know, as a family, we don't really know any different because he's always had additional needs. He's always had the things that he's had and he's always been him. Um, it's funny, it's tough, it's humbling, it's educational, it's tiring, it's empathy making, it's resilience building and it's amazing. And, you know, it's a privilege Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today to our very first Acorn Tree podcast. Like I said at the beginning, I'm an educational psychologist and the world of educational psychology talks about all sorts of different things. My job is varied on a day-to-day -day basis. So I deal with additional needs, I deal with disability, deal with certain aspects of child development, teaching and learning, all sorts of things around psychology. So moving forward, they're the sort of things that we're going to cover in the podcast. So it will be wide and varied. So tune in, have a listen, see what you think. We'll be talking to different families, different experts. We'll be bringing you all sorts of really interesting and fun content. So tune in next time.